Episode 129, moving on up, and we are moving on up indeed because the Chiefs and the Raiders won back-to-back weeks. Coach killing them on Thursday night, the Raiders squeaking by on Sunday, 4 p.m. slot. But I'm a happy camper. You're a happy camper. I mean, let's let's ride. Let's ride, yeah. Uh, so I don't know if a 19-8 win is killing them, but, it, it again, it got the job done. Um and we expected a forty-point. Yeah, we expected uh, you know, a slaughter fest. Which yeah, may not you know, yeah. I don't know if we were going to put up seventy like the Dolphins did, but um, nonetheless, uh, like again, a win's a win. So obviously, we're not wasting any time. We're going straight into the week, uh, the last week. You know, it's, it seems like it's forever ago. A Thursday night when we're you know we're talking here on Tuesday, it seems like it was literally forever ago. And obviously, it's been five days, but that's you know. <clears throat> seems like a long time in in football terms and just you know because we usually do something monday or tuesday and the games are on sunday but nonetheless we got the win and uh what i'm thinking of as i'm driving driving home from the gym today you know thinking about what am i going to say on this podcast what am i going to you know what am i going to talk about i realized that the chiefs are not the same team as we've come to uh you know, kind of associate them with just this team just scoring all these points, being extremely dominant in offense because they have to, because the defense wasn't, you know, for lack of a term, wasn't shit, right? They were giving up just as close to as many points as, you know, the Chiefs were obviously scoring. They're obviously winning, but this defense uh, this year has, you know, it's easily a top five unit in my opinion. Um, you know, from the secondary down to our guys on the line, everyone is playing, I think, uh, very well and maybe above their, um, I don't want to say above their pay grade, but above what most people would expect, you know, minus like your Chris Jones. And I think people now expect a lot of like your Nick Bolton, uh, type guys and luxurious Sneed. Um, but you know, a 19 eight win, would I have liked to see them score some more points? Absolutely. Um, but it was also a good game for Rasheed Rice. He kind of broke out. Um, and that's a guy that I think is becoming our best wide receiver. Um, which wasn't something that I would have had on my bingo card for, for this year. You know, I was, I was kind of hoping, hoping it'd be Kadarius Tony or, you know, he had a tutty though, that game, didn't he? Wide uh, open in the flat, wasn't it this week? Yeah, Kid Arias Tony. I know he did. Yep, yep, yep. He did. But just as far as like, you know. Oh, breakout wide receiver one. Yeah, we haven't seen that. The one yet. guy, which, you know, I think Veach and the guys kind of um, had a feeling that he would be. That hasn't been the case. Um, so that sucks. But nonetheless, like I say every week, a win's a win. We're five and one. We're top of the AFC. Your only loss is to a really good Lions team who's also five and one. So that in and of itself, and like I've said, our schedule hasn't been extremely difficult up until now, minus the Lions, and we lost that game, but we kept it close, right? But we got the job done. You know, Patzel threw for over 300 yards. Uh, you know, he's like, I think he's like 30 of 40. Uh, so, you know, his completion percentage was up there. Um, he's spreading the ball around, obviously, you know, his, his safety and his Travis Kelsey. Um, I am going to be interested to see here in the next couple of years when, uh, when man beautiful – Rides out into the sunset with uh, with T Swizzle and uh, you know what it's going to be like for Patrick because he's not going to have that safety blanket and that right. 
that stood in Travis Kelsey. But again, 198, we we got here. We go knocking over the camera or knocking over the uh, the mic. Um, you're just, well, you're talking about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. You're getting a little excited, a little overwhelmed. I understand. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, there's rumors that she's bought a house in Kansas City area right now. I don't know how true that is. It's it's all on the X. It's all on the Twit. You might um, want to have your buddy uh, pump the brakes on that one. That sounds like a little clinger, stage five clinger ish. But who knows how long it's been going on for? I'm just saying. But if they don't, if they don't, like if they get an early out in the playoffs this year or something, they're going to blame her. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. No doubt. Uh, She's, you know, she's like a Kim Kardashian curse, whistle curse. But let's hope that's not the case. Uh, She may pay for that new Arrowhead Stadium, so we'll see. Mm -hmm. Right. So, 19-8, we got the win. The defense was relatively dominant. Um. The, the the Broncos played a good game against us. They obviously held us to 19 points. They did a good job. They're not, they've had the worst defense in the NFL, but you know, when you play the chiefs, you're going to just play better. I mean, they had, like I said, they have a good secondary with Sertain and Simmons. Who knows if those guys will stick around. Uh, but I, I guess, not. you know, chiefs Broncos is always going to make you play a little bit. Of, those rivalry games always tend to do that. Uh, so you know, it is what it is. I'll take the win. I'll take the dub. We'll, we'll move on. You know, we got uh, the Chargers who chargered uh, up against again on Monday. Just did their did their thing. Did the, Put the Raiders play. right back in second place in the yep. AFC West. Did the, you know, Staley again proves that he is, uh, you know, he's the ultimate game manager along with Justin Herbert. Uh, but yeah, we got the win. I'm happy with it. The boys played good. Would have been nicer to score some more points, but. We got it done, and that's what matters. And that's and that's my thinking now. I have to get off of what I'm used to, the days of, you know, Tyreek Hill, Kelsey, you know, Hardman, uh, you know, all these guys that were here that were just game changers um, and were, were just scoring at will might not necessarily be the case. And if we have a good defense and Patrick doesn't have to have all the pressure on him, it's not a terrible thing. So I'm happy with the win. Would have been nice to have scored more points, like I said a couple times, but a win's a win. And we just got to move on to, to to LA. I'm just I just know that once we get in those tougher games at the end of the season and we go up against some better competition, those receivers, those Justin Rosses, those Sky Moores, those Rasheed Rices will continue to have to uh get better and be more productive for us to to, to make it back to the Super Bowl because the AFC is wide open. And I wouldn't be shocked if some sort of moves made to get us a better receiver. But if not, then the soldiers that are there are going to have to, you know, buck up and, and move forward because they need to step it up. But, you know, as long as we keep winning. Well, we've been kind of talking about this since the beginning of the season that the, the receiving group, I personally thought it's the worst one Mahomes ever had missing that true one. Like, like you and I have talked about, I mean, the trade deadline, there's going to be a lot of people available um, that could end up coming in to be a good good piece for the team. They, you know, they might have to get a little bit. Feach might have to overpay a little bit if he wants to bring like a true one in, like lure Mike Evans out of Tampa Bay or something like that. Um, but you know, we'll see. But I thought the same thing, and and I was just thinking about the AFC today and how, you know, we thought like, oh, it's going to be Jets, Bills, Chiefs, and these front runners, and it's really not like. The Bengals are underwhelming. The Dolphins are still up and down. The Ravens offense is not as prolific as we all thought it would be. It's just, it, it really is wide open. There is no clear front runner 
in the AFC. And then there's two clear front runners in the AFC or the NFC um, who both got knocked down a peg this weekend. Um, but yeah, so we're going to keep an eye on that. I mean, I don't hate it. It gives me a little more faith that we could be competitive against you guys. Um, but the defense of course is playing better than they ever have for the Chiefs. So we're going to have to watch out for that. And, um, yeah, so I'll just cycle right into the Raiders game. We're three and three, two wins in a row, back to back, 21 to 27 versus the Patriots at home. Josh McDaniels is three and oh against the Sith Lord. Uh, beat him once as a Broncos head coach and then twice now with the Raiders. Um, this is one of the first games where they put points on the board in every quarter. Usually they just score in the first and then take a break till the end of the game. Um, and their highest score of the season, 21 points, epic. <laughs> Uh, which really came on the uh, the last minute safety from uh, Max Crosby and company. So I'll, we'll just break it down a little bit. Um, Jimmy went 14 for 22, 162 yards, a touchdown, one interception. The interception came off a massive hit. Devontae Adams took, as we always say, he's going to get the guy killed. And um, the ball went up in the air and the Patriots came down with it. They, they luckily didn't really benefit from the pick that much. Once again, Jimmy comes out of the game after halftime gets transported to the hospital for some unknown back issues. I guess guess the prognosis is more positive than we imagined. Brian Hoyer comes in. I'm terrified. Don't like – this is like my nightmare. And Jimmy's already come out a few times this year, and it's only leading into week seven. Hoyer goes six for 10, 102 yards. One of his first passes was a bomb to Trey Tucker, the fast third-round receiver we picked. And um, someone said he's like a Tyreek Hill. I I would pump the brakes on that. I don't even think he's a Henry Ruggs, but he has that um, stretch the field speed, but he, it's not needed with Jimmy Garoppolo because Jimmy can't hit anyone that far down the field. Um, and I'm trying to be sympathetic to the Jimmy injury, but I'm also like, this is what we talked about. You know that he's fragile. Even the announcers were like, yeah, there's the hit. Um, doesn't look that bad. And it didn't. And you see some of these other quarterbacks get absolutely crushed and pick themselves back up and go. I mean, if Jimmy's hurt, he's hurt. But, you know, what is the best ability in football? Availability. Um, he's He has to stay healthy for the team really to have a chance to do something. And Brian Hoyer stepped in and really did great. I'm not bashing him. Um, he was able to, to close the game out. And he basically had the whole half to do it. So I'll give him some credit right there. But I would like Jimmy to, to be healthy, stay in the game. This is just – we've had multiple scares already, and it's only week seven. So – We'll see if he's back this week. I would rather not Brian Hoyer versus um, the uh, – what is his name? Bagant? The, uh, the Bears. Yeah, the, the Bears backup. Uh, he's a undrafted free agent rookie receiver who came in at the end. Tyson Bagant. Bagant, something like that. Um, but anyway, so um, neither Jimmy nor Ho- – that's the other thing about Jimmy getting hurt. Neither of them were actually sacked the entire game. A couple QB hits took Jimmy out. Um, so good job to the offensive line. The defense is really playing outstanding right now. Um, the team had four sacks, five QB hits. Trayvon Merrick, the safety, got his second interception. We're not known for getting interceptions. We're not known for creating pressure or sacks. We actually had a lot of interior pressure this time. Um, and then as you saw, Max and uh, I think it was Bilal Nichols, or it might have been Butler. I'm not sure. But they closed out the game with a safety. Love to see that. Exciting way to end the game. A couple things that, that stood out. Michael uh, Mayer, the tight end, I know, Coach, you were a fan of his, kind of had his breakout game, five receptions on six targets, 75 yards. He moves really quick with the ball in his hands, um, and he was getting open. 
And I kind of like that they, I mean, I don't like it, but they didn't use him the first five weeks. So I don't think anyone really took note of him all that much. And he got himself very much open uh, this game. So that was great to see. Jacoby Myers had his revenge game. He had a touchdown against his former team. Hunter Renfro, zero targets, zero receptions, zero anything. Did not make the box score. He will definitely be traded at the trade deadline. He's just rotting away. And he could be a real piece for somebody. I swear, if he goes to the Chiefs, I'll be so upset. Devontae Adams, three receptions, or excuse me, two receptions, five targets, 29 yards. This is something to watch out for. He did not look ecstatic when Jacoby Myers got the touchdown. He kind of like begrudgingly like went over to the the team to celebrate. Uh, I believe he didn't even shower at the end of the game. He just left, was not available for the media. Um I get it and I don't. So he said that he doesn't care what happens with his stats as long as the team wins. That's not really proving to be the case. I'm a huge Devontae fan. Literally, he's my favorite non-Raider until he became a Raider. Um, I want him to stay. I want the team to win. I don't like that he's essentially being used as a decoy in some scenarios. Um, It's just really like buying a Porsche when the kid has a learner's permit. Um, That's the best terms I can put it into. If He should be paired with a quarterback that's close to as good as he is because he is elite and that's just not the reality right now and i feel like he was a little bit misled coming to vegas you know with the departure of Derek carr and whatnot but um this is the reality so i hope he sticks around i hope he's here next season i hope we get another quarterback that can get him excited and energized i know he's really had his eyes uh on cj stroud as you know i did as well and it just didn't work out they wanted too much um but that's the nature of the beast um, so the Raiders still got to win. It's over the Patriots. You and I love that. Bill Belichick throwing his tablet. I mean, I could have that for breakfast every day. It's just fantastic. So uh, I'm pretty happy about it. Um, but we're going to segue now. Oh, before we go into our week seven predictions, buy your NFL tickets at SeatGeek. Promo code RTK for $20 off. And if you're a betting man like me and Coach, log on to Underdog Fantasy and uh, get yourself some nice pick bets, fantasy, best ball, whatever you like. Promo code RTK for $100 matched on your deposit. Who doesn't like a free $100? I know. That's what it is. Free $100 to play around with. So, week seven predictions. Last week, I notched 11 correct uh, predictions. Coach went nine. I got a little reckless with my uh, my picks this week, but I'm, I'm going to trust my gut, go with it. Uh, I think you and I are going to have, this will probably be the week. This is what I'm predicting. We'll have the week with the most difference of opinion in these games. And, uh, and we'll see. So I'll let you lead off Thursday night football, Jags at Saints at Saints. Jags at Saints. I will take Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars. All right. So we're not going to differ on the first one. I'm also going to take Trevor Lawrence and the Saints. All right. Next, the first uh, one o'clock game Sunday. We do not have a 930 game. It sucks, but I, I really enjoyed that to kind of get me to one o'clock. Lions at Ravens. I'm going Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson and the boys are taking out Dan Campbell. And you are clearly, for those not watching the YouTube video, Coach just bit his microphone. He's taking Dan Campbell and the Lions, I assume. NFL MVP, Jared Goff. Yep. Okay. There's our first uh, little dissension right there, Coach. Um, So you're going Lions. I'm going Ravens. I think they're going to make it happen. Um. I guess I'll just get right into this because it's the second slated one o'clock game. Raiders at Bears. I'm taking my boys 100%. The Bears offensive line is extremely suspect. Tyson Baggett, the undrafted rookie receiver, is actually pretty quick. 
He gets the ball out quickly when he's faced with pressure, but he did have a forced fumble. He did have a really bad interception against the Vikings. I think he's going to have his hands full with Max and the boys. I think my defense, who I am starting in one of my fantasy leagues, are going to tear it up. If they lose to the Bears, I will lose my mind. This podcast will be called Brendan is losing his SHIT if we lose. Um, it probably won't be called that for the kids' sake, but um, I'm going Raiders over the Bears 100%, no questions asked. Coach? I will go the Raiders as well. Appreciate that. Next, you've got Browns at Colts. I'm going to take the Browns. Yeah. I'm going to guess that defensive performance against the uh, – who did they play? I guess the 49ers kind of persuaded you. Mm-hmm. They did the same for me, and it's Gardner Minshew, who actually is doing okay, but he's throwing a lot of pickers as well. So I'm going to go Browns as well. All right, we're not descending yet. Bills at Patriots. I'm going Bills. Patriots are in the gutter. Terrible. Belichick on his way out. The demise of the Patriots. Fantastic to watch. I'm going Bills. I'm going to go Bills as well. All right, next. Commanders at Giants. Uh, Giants in a hole. Commanders working their way out. Doing okay. Who do you have? I'm going to take the Giants. I think they bounce back. Um, And that's me just trying to get some more points because I'm dead. I'm dead in the water, but I'm trying to. Because you figured I'm going to pick the Commanders? Yeah. Yeah, so I am. But I also felt the same as you because their defense, I think, kind of showed us something against the Bills. And I think that was P.I. on Darren Waller in the end zone, for anyone wondering our opinion. Uh, We've seen a lot more called for a lot less. I think Tyron Taylor is better. Yeah. He's stepping right up in the face of pressure and and throwing it. So I think think they're going to be all right. I think they need to get rid of that Danny Dimes contract and do something else. Yeah, magic is cool. Yeah. So I'm going to go Commanders. Coach is taking Giants. Two dissenting ideas already. Next, Falcons at Bucks. I'm going to go with Baker Mayfield and the crew. He let me down. I started in fantasy last week. He didn't do so hot. I think he's going to turn it back around against the Falcons. Desmond Ritter looked rough last week. Yeah, I'm going to take the Bucks too. Oh, you're all saying Bucks. I thought you'd take the Falcons. All right. Um, next, the first 4 o'clock game, you have Steelers at Rams. I'm going to take the Steel City. There we go. So I am taking the Rams. There's just something about the... Ravens and the um, Steelers offense that just looks very vanilla to me. I don't like it, even though the Steelers beat the Raiders, which isn't, I guess, saying a whole lot. Um, I just, I'm not a not a big fan. Matt Stafford's got Puka and Cooper Cup back. I'm going to go Rams with the dub. Uh, next is Cardinals at Seahawks. I'm taking Geno and the boys. Likewise, uh, I was talking to Austin, former co-host, the other day. Though we're both saying that the Seahawks, specifically Geno. Uh, last year might've been a flash in the pan. I'm not sure what's going on, but it's not all that exciting. Um, he's not having any passing touchdowns. He's really relying on Kenneth Walker for everything. DK Metcalf is clearly getting frustrated because he keeps fighting corners safeties. Um, but I'm going to go Seahawks as well. I think the Cardinals are starting to play the way we expected them to next go pack go versus the Broncos. What are you feeling coach? Packers. I'm going Packers as well. Um, yeah, we're not descending all that much, but I, I don't know. I think the Broncos are are. I'm hoping they let all those guys go. I'm hoping Pat Sertain's a Raider. That'd be great. Um, probably not going to happen. Next, I guarantee you that's not going to happen. Guarantee me it's not going to happen. Okay, Chargers at Chiefs. This is for you. Go, Chiefs, baby. Any lingering doubts? Anything you're concerned about? No. 
Wow. Confident, just like the Raiders and the Bears. Hopefully that we're having our third week of back-to-back-to-back-to-back wins where we're, we're all winning, but I'm also going Chiefs. Next, tantalizing AFC-NFC battle at 8:20. Finally, a Sunday night football game we can get excited about. Dolphins at Eagles in Philly. Who are you taking? I'm taking the Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. I, my son's team. Very nice. Uh, I'm going to take Tua and the boys. I think the firepower were overwhelmed. The Eagles offense, who are not looking as uh, fresh as last year. And uh, I don't know. This actually excites me that I'm not that confident in the Eagles right now because I don't like to know. I don't like to have a strong idea of who's going to be in the Super Bowl right off the rip. You know, sometimes you can just tell. Like, we all kind of knew you guys were going to make it last year. Um, Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't feel that way really about anyone this year. I don't know who. Yeah, no, I don't. A, I don't a, yeah, I don't see anyone as a lot. Like we knew you and the. It was either you guys and the um, Bengals. Yeah, the only thing we or know you guys is like and the Bills in the AFC Championship. We knew. We knew it. We know the handful of teams that have no shot, and that's about all we know. We don't. You know, there's a lot of teams that have the opportunity to potentially. We know the teams that are not, but the teams that are are. It's definitely different this year than the past. Absolutely. And then our final game, uh, Monday Night Football, 49ers at Vikings, our former NFC North, Kings of the North. Uh, I'm going to go 49ers. Yeah, I think the Niners will bounce back, even potentially without Christian McCaffrey. Um, you know, Brock, they, they almost won that game, and Brock Purdy had his worst start, you know, of his career. Uh, but that Cleveland D is nothing to mess with. I think that the Vikings event isn't, isn't bad either. Um you know, Brian Flores has done a pretty good job up there, but uh, the Vikings will lose this game because the Niners, you know, they got to they got to keep pace with the Eagles now. One hundred percent. Now, as we wrap up the show, our Jackson Mahomes Award of Excellence, Coach, who is this coveted award going to tonight? I think it's going. I think I'm going to go with Bill Belichick. You know, uh, Bill, Bill Belichick is one and five. Okay, that might have been your guy too, and I just stole him from you. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Granted by your look, you're smiling. Um, oh no, I think it's excellent. I think it's hilarious. You know, it, it's it. There's a lot of people that think it was really all Brady, mm-hmm. and um, it's kind of hard to argue that uh, now with what we've seen from the Patriots since he left. Uh, you know, it was kind of the same thing with Bill Belichick in Cleveland, one of the greatest football minds, but I think. At one time, he was great at, you know, finding guys, drafting people, doing a great job. But now, like, you can't just, you know, uh, you know, Don Shula left, right? Uh, Tom Landry left. They all got ushered out for someone new. I don't know if they're going to necessarily do that with Bill Belichick. But if these great coaches, you know, Chuck Noll, all these guys, I mean, they, they get – they have to go. And Bill's in his 70s. He doesn't relate well to the players, I don't think. Um, you know, he'll go down as one of the greatest coaches of all time, without a doubt, if not the greatest. Um, but I don't think he's break, breaking Shula's record. And I just don't think he's he's got it anymore. I, I don't, you know, I don't think, I think he's still, you know, he's still there mentally, but I just don't think he can relate to the players like he, like you need to uh, be as a coach. And he just, he's not getting it done. And we can't just live off past, um, past glory. And I think Patriot fans are are fed up with it and they are just bad, dude. I mean, they don't have any talent. They don't. And, uh, you know, it's, they don't have a type of guy like, you know, Brady, you could go in there and, 
make some of these guys who don't have as much talent better. And that's not something Mac Jones can do. So, you know, I think uh, Bill Belichick, you know, it's getting the jack because he's, you know, Bill's not the nicest dude. You know, he's not, he's not somebody that you feel for and something like this is kind of like, eh, this is kind of what you get. So that's why he's getting Jackson Mahomes a word of excellence in my opinion. Uh, it's a, I mean, I really couldn't say it any better myself. I think that he was able to get people to buy into his system because they won with this new generation of players and NIL and TikTok and all that. I think they realized they can kind of get maybe not the same results, um, but they can get it elsewhere without having to, to be on this strict, you know, as they call it, the no fun, you know, culture in New England and, um, yeah, I, I think the like money ball way of accumulating your roster just doesn't really work anymore. And we've seen some very questionable drafting decisions by them and him in particular, because he's basically the GM. Um, they kind of surprise us every year that the picks just, I mean, Christian Gonzalez is a great one. Getting Judon in free agency was great, but you know, Cole Strange and Nikhil Harry and Mac Jones, like all these are, are a bit confusing. And um, my Jackson Mahomes award of excellence is actually going to Mac Jones. So that's kind of why I was laughing too. But I also love your pick more than mine. Um, but Mac Jones keeps popping up and he has since he got in the league with these random like dirty plays and and issues with uh, interacting with other players. And it just doesn't seem like a fun place and he doesn't seem like a very fun QB. And he's just really not playing well. When he, he scrambled out to the right and threw that pick to Trevon Merrick who – um, starting to shape up as a safety, but overall hasn't been that great, especially in coverage. Um, he's making him look good, and that's kind of hard to do, but it, it's happening now, and that's just because of Mac Jones's poor play, and we're seeing it week in and week out, and he just doesn't really seem like a leader. doesn't seem like he's thriving in New England. He's not elevating the rest of his team, like your but, your TikToker there, buddy Juju Smith, um, didn't even play last week, and he hasn't. he's been a non-factor, and that's got something to do with the style of the team. Um, cause he is, I'm not a huge fan of his, but he could still could be a good receiver. He won a super bowl with you last year. He's a big part of that win. So Mac Jones and Bill Belichick wrapping up our Jackson Mahomes award of excellence. And if you all can't tell or haven't tuned in the show before, um, it's not really an endearing term to win that award. So yeah. uh, it used to be sometimes a positive thing, but now that we switched it from the send it award to the Jackson Mahomes award of excellence, you don't want one of these. You really don't. Yeah. Um, but that's our week six roundup, our week seven preview. Um, very excited for the Raiders to uh, take on the Bears. The Chiefs are going to hopefully knock. I'm, you know, I don't believe you guys can be dethroned by the Chargers. Only the Raiders are going to do that. So I need you to pump the Chargers even further down the list, leave them down there with the Broncos. That way we meet at the top. AFC Championship, Raiders and Chiefs. Oh, perfect. And we'll be there in person for sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's the end of the show. We'll see you all uh, next week. Raiding the Kingdom. Hit us up. Speak pipe. Leave us a message. We'll play it on the show. Yeah, we need someone to call other than Chet. You know, we had that other person call, but she didn't leave a question. She just said, Go Raiders. And that's fine. You can leave a comment, but we like questions too. So speakpipe.com slash Raid the Kingdom. Hey, Joel, leave a, leave a freaking speak pipe, dude. There we go. Hit us up. Peace out. Just win, baby. Let's go, Chiefs.